When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text Flash Film to 74121. That's one word, Flash Film to 74121. All right, let's get started. What's going on? What's going on? What's good? How everybody feeling today? Today, we're going to talk about something that is, where's my other remote? We're going to talk about something that's very important. We're talking about being valuable to your client. And I'm going to be honest with you. How to be valuable to your client is a trick question. It's a trick question. I'm going to teach you how to answer today. And that's what we're going to talk about. But first, we got to do what we always got to do. And we got to roll these graphics. That's what we got to do. Let's do it. Let's, let's do this graphic this time. You're listening to Content and Cash. A Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. Ah, what's going on? My name is Ty, and if this is your first time here on this channel, this channel is about turning your passion into your profit. It's about the business side of content creation. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Let me say this real quick. Bad storm in my area. So I'm going to try to go as fast as possible just in case, you know, we get some type of power outage or whatever. Make sure y'all hit that like button. Make sure you hit that thumbs up. And let's get right into it. The way to show value to your client. It, it's a trick question. Let me be real with you. It's a trick question. And the answer will be different for you than it would be for the person that's right next to you. Right. Because you have to know who your audience is. And if you don't understand, you can't please people you don't know. Right. You can't please them if you don't know what they like. One of my favorite books ever to change the way I think about things is the five love languages. I don't know if you all read that book, but let me break down what that book is and why it helps here. So the five love language book helps you understand how people perceive love. Right. It's different than how you perceive love. And if you don't understand that, 
you'll be loving people the way you want to receive love and it may have no effect on them that they just they, you know in your mind i'm giving this person so much and i love them so much in their mind they're like i could care less you like you're not you absolutely don't love me because you're not doing what i need so the goal is to understand how people perceive love and there's different methods it's physical touch quality time words of uh words of affirmation i think it's like one more it's like five of them um but people have different ways of feeling loved and if you're a physical touch person and you want to hug them and touch them and even sexually and they are a act of service person they won't feel the love you feel when you touch them, they will feel like, well, he don't do this for me or he's not, you know, he doesn't open jars or open doors. He, you know, active service may be their love language and not yours. So it's very important that you understand who you're trying to love because you may have to do things differently from the way you receive love so that they can feel loved. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to people post whether or not that makes sense? To people um so let me make sure i pop this up too because I, I get messages it's, it's on here somewhere i'll get to it so it's very important there you go so it's very important that you understand how the person you are with perceive love period and if you understand that then you can provide them with that because it's going to be different than how you perceive love the best relationships are those who have the same love languages because you can, it's just natural. Not saying that you can't have a great relationship if they have a different love language, but it's very important to understand if this is the person you love, I want to be with them. I want this to work. I need to understand what makes them feel loved so I can do it because if I truly love them, it don't matter if it's what I like or not, you know, I want to give them what they need. So it's important that you understand that. And that's just a tip on life, love and relationships. How does that apply to business? Pause for a second. I know you're in the middle of something dope, but I wanted to make sure I tell you about a course over at Flash Film Academy that changed the game for me. It literally took my business from attracting mostly low-end clients to consistently landing and closing bigger clients with bigger budgets. It's called the five key steps for creating an effective portfolio that converts. If you're a photographer, videographer, editor, colorist, or graphic designer, it's very simple. This course teaches you how to take what your brand does well and present those things in a way that help the clients understand how your brand can solve their problems. When clients are trying to make a decision on why or even if they should work with you, blasting them with your best video clips set to music won't cut it anymore. It doesn't set you apart, show value, or help buyers in the process of making a decision. This course teaches you how to create a commercial for your brand, providing a first impression that will help 10x your ability to land quality clients. Remember, if you can't effectively tell your story, clients won't hire you to effectively tell their story. Go to Fly flashfilmacademy.com today to get started use promo code pod5 that's p-o-d-5 to save 15% off this course easy one just like in relationships you can't love everybody you got to figure out who you want to love and you got to get your niche market right your niche market and your ideal client and you have to find out what's valuable to them right you have to find out what's valuable to them because whatever it that is you need to give them that 
and not what you think. You may think, oh, I'm telling her she's beautiful all the time. That may not, it may mean nothing to her. She may be the type of person that needs words of affirmation or not, I mean, not words of affirmation, but, but gifts. And when you think of gifts, sometimes it's not, you know, Lamborghinis and lavish cars. It can be, hey, I know you like Reese cups. I was in the store and grabbed you one. Mind blown. They feel loved. So you have to find out what your target audience, what their love language is. And their love language can be given to you in business sense and their pain points. This is what I need to be happy. This is what my business need to move forward. This is what I find as valuable to me. Once you discover that for a a specific niche or target audience, then you can speak to everybody within that niche. To be valuable, you have to understand what's valuable to them. Once you understand what's valuable to them, you give it to them and you package it as a cinematic solution. But this is the downfall. This is the the issue. You can't be this for everybody. That's why I tell you to narrow who you're talking to, narrow who you are designing your brand for. Who are you going after? People in that business Those business owners all suffer from the same pain points. Every doctor and dentist at that level in that area at that time is going through the same. They have the same issues. It may be, you know, along a line or a path that they go through from just starting their practice to been in business for 40 years. But they all go through the same path. The goal for you is to understand that path and then create solutions to help them get through that, then you become very valuable. But if you go in there talking about what you think, what you want, why you think something X, Y, and Z, they won't care. Talk to them. Learn about them. Get to know what they have issues with. And then sit back and think of a solution. If you're not going into working with a beta client like that, you may be wasting your time. It's important that you work with one niche so you can get an idea of that target audience and what to offer them. Um, Media Smith says, how do I go about finding that out uh, about a client? Very easy, beta clients. Your beta client will give you that information. Your beta client, um, if you have a great relationship with them, you'll understand what their pain points are. If you're there to solve a problem, keep that in mind. If you are there to solve a problem, you got to ask questions to know what that problem is. You can't walk in and say, oh, I see your paint's chipping. I'm going to come in here and paint tomorrow. That may not be what they want. Or that may not be that valuable to them. It's, it's It's a need. It's glaringly obvious. But where is it on the list of things I need to do now? Right. We want to be remember, we, we, we want to run an emergency room, not a not a doctor's office. We want people running in the door, bleeding out. That's like, yeah, if it's a million dollars, I don't care. Here's sign it. Keep me alive, doc. We don't want people that's just coming like, oh, I'm just coming to see, you know, I'm good. But my wife's making me do it. We don't want those people not saying that I'm going to say we don't want them. We don't want to prioritize those. We want clients that's bleeding out. That's saying, I I got a problem. I need to fix it now. I don't care what it costs. Let's do it. I need it by uh, in a week. Those are the clients we want. And those clients exist. 
and they're looking for you in a, in certain places. And the goal is to create a brand that speaks to them. That is where they look. That's that's marketing, period. I don't care what marketing company you go with, how much money you spend in marketing. The goal for your brand should be understanding your target audience. Understanding what their salute, what their problems are. Creating a brand around the solution and being where they look with a great trap. That's it. That's marketing one-on-one. Your whole marketing scheme or idea of what you're building, paying for, selling should fit within that. And, and when you start to build it that way, things will become a lot easier. You won't be on the phone, you know, begging and pleading and trying to sell everything. And, you know, this, this will really work for you. This will really do things for your... No. Your brand, from the color of the logo should say we solve your problem from the design of the logo should speak to them right you you don't think this you don't think this is true let me break it down to you let's use a scenario that's not photography videography if i was a dog groomer and my logo was a dog with bubbles on them scrubbing instantly you can look at that logo and say oh they 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 groom dogs they wash dogs instantly you know there's no explaining especially if the name was Doggy Spa, you know what I mean? Doggy Spa of Dallas. You can instantly look at that and say, okay, I got a dog that needs to be washed, clean, and groomed. Doggy Spa of Dallas. I don't, what explanation do you need? How do you, how do, you know, you don't need to explain that. But when you got companies named Kick Butt Media Group or, uh, you know, John Smith Photography, how does that speak to the fact that I need headshots? How does that talk to me as a head? I need headshots. I don't know if I should go with what uppercut cinema over here, dropkick content creators. I don't know who I should go with. That's why it's important that if you do headshots, maybe your headshots specialist of Colorado, something like that. But the name is a part of the complete solution. If you understand who your client is and what the problem is, every aspect of your business should be built around that. And that's kind of, uh, in module one, I punch you in the throat. I'll post that up there for a second. In module one, I punch you in the throat with that all day. That's why a lot of people take it and they're like, oh, I got to go back and they love me, but they hate me because they got to go back and redo all kind of stuff. And they're like, oh, I, you know, a lot of people are like, I got an LLC already. I got a business. I'm going to skip that one. Skip it if you want to. You're just going to cost yourself more money when you go back. So you have to build your complete brand around who you're. That's why I said it before. I'll say it again. If you're invested in websites, logos, color scheme, um, copy, and you don't know who your target audience is, you failed yourself. You're making your job 10 times harder. Because you don't know who you're talking to. And I used this example last week. If your target audience is over 50 and you got little font on your website, you're going to lose clients because you didn't think about who your target audience is. If my target audience is 55 and above, my font needs to be big as hell. It needs to be huge. I've seen people lose clients because they got an older client and their font on their website is is nine and 10. And you got clients, it's like, I just, I can't read it. I got to go to the next guy. 
You, you, you got a demo reel and it's moving too quick. There's too many shots. Think about what older people like. They watch Westerns. They watch wide shot, medium shot, close up. Back to a wide shot. Hold it for 8, 10 seconds. Medium shot. Back to a super. The younger generation want fast, quick, colorful, all of this. The older generation don't. So if my target audience is 55 and above, why am I putting out videos that look like they should be on MTV? I need to go watch more AMC. I need to see how the black and white movies were. I need to see how the older movies were, how they held the shots, how dramatic the lighting was. That's what I need to do if my audience is over 55. My fonts need to be bigger. I need to go get a copywriter that writes to an older audience. Go look at AARP commercials. Go look at products that are designed for older audience and look at how different the commercials are. Right? Look at look at all the uh, as seen for TV commercials that put up that big blue screen at the end and put the number in yellow. It's the biggest like they had to take up the whole screen and they say the number 10 times. 1-800 blah 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 blah. That's 1-800 blah Th- those are for people that's older than you. Blah 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 blah. Once again, and they'll even sing it. 1-800 blah blah. You'd be like, "Why they got to go through all this? I heard it the sixth time." Because their target audience is older than you who need time to get a pen and I got to write it down. I got to put it in my, let me go. So once again, let me say the number again for those in the back. 1-800, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So it's designed for an older audience. Now that's just an age group. I'm saying design your brand for not only the age group of your target audience. What are they into? What are they like? You got so many different variations that you need to go after. And we're just talking about just the age group. If you're going after, and I like to use dentists all the time because that was a group I went after. Dentists, ethnicity wise is is like two or three ethnicities. The majority of them. The age is in a certain place where they hang out, their sports, the things they love is very similar. The cars they buy is very similar. They have a lot in common. If I understand this, then I can create a brand around that. So go back. Yeah, I know you got an LLC, you got a business name, you got all this great stuff and that's cool, but you may have to rip it up because it's not helping you. It's not a good investment. It may be better to invest in another LLC, another logo, another brand name when you want to go after your niche. So um, Kevin Reese, great question. He says, what if your uh, preferred niche is not in heavy demand and be the best at it? Be the best at it so that when people look for you, you make enough profit where you're fine. Be, be the best at it. And a lot of times niches are more in, more uh, in demand than we think. We're just not in the right places. We're just not in the right. If, if Think about it like this, right? You, you can pick the most minute item that you think people aren't buying. And in most cases, people are buying it. You're just not aware of it. I'll give you an example. I did a video for GE um, about two years ago. And GE was making trains. It was at a train um, assembly plant in Fort Worth, Texas. Real trains. Choo-choo trains, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, they, they go by a brand BSFA or BSFE. I can't remember the name of the brand. You've seen the yellow trains before. They're like yellow, orange, and like blue or something like that. 
And they produced about six or eight trains per month. And I'm like, trains? People still use trains? Like, y'all really getting a lot of order for trains? Like, it's a train. Like, don't we got enough trains? You know what I'm saying? Like, the tracks are already laid. Like, it's a train. Like, man, they, so they were producing six a month. They were back ordered until 2032 on trains. These trains were like $12 million each. BNSF, that's it, Media Smith. BNSF. These trains were like $32 million each. They couldn't get them out fast enough. I'm like, don't we got enough track? Like, who's ordering trains? But believe it or not, there is definitely a market thriving for trains. Um, so it's it's mind blowing, but off that's something that I would have never known had I not done had I not worked with them and they provided the research and information. I, I thought it was, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like you just don't think about it, but you don't know what you don't know. So um you want to make sure you you're you're you research your niche because it may be a lot of people that don't know where to go. It may be an untapped market. It may be a gold mine of people who just don't know who to call. Right? Go get with that cl- that client, that beta client that's in that niche that's limited and find out where are they looking for people like you? Who else experiences this problem? Do they get a lot of times they can refer you to a ton of people. But they were back ordered to 2032, and this was a year or two ago, so it's probably greater than that. So yeah, it's it was crazy. But build your like find out what's valuable. That's why I tell you, nobody's gonna tell you to do beta clients. They're telling you just to shoot for people. I'm not telling you to just to do that. The information you gain is way more valuable than just what you can add to your portfolio. The information is way more valuable, way more value. That conversation with your target audience, your niche client is 10 times more valuable than anything they can put in your portfolio. Anything you can put in your portfolio. Um, so keep that in mind. It's, have that conversation. Get to know you know, that target audience and find out what's valuable to them. Then set your prices on what's valuable to them, right? A public speaker don't care about a teleprompter. He's like, oh, I I already memorized it. Okay. So a teleprompter on your your upsell may be a lot cheaper than it would be if you were working with executives or people who care about their image on camera that don't have the experience to memorize two paragraphs. They don't want to do this and be looking like that. They, they, they care about image, right? High level executives care about hair and makeup. They're going to pay good money for it. If you're filming somebody that's in news who've been doing it, they won't care about it. They, they know how to do their own makeup. They've been doing it for years. So understand what's valuable to your client and then price it accordingly. Your pricing shouldn't be the same for every type of job. If you have multiple niches, People value certain things more than others. That's why if you go to the East Coast, certain items are higher than if you go to the West Coast. If you're in the middle or Midwest, certain prices fluctuate based on the location, the type of client. Go go and uh go and buy a boat in a place where it's a lot of water, right? You'll you'll get probably great prices because it's a lot of them. Go somewhere in the middle of like Utah and try to buy a boat. The price is outrageous. 
it'll be crazy high and that'll and it'll swipe it'll change based on uh the time of year this time of year if you go up north it's getting cold people don't want to put their boats up their boats are a lot cheaper hey take it off my hands and the south they're still on the lake every day the boats is going to be regular price keep that in mind so just think about your target audience Build your brand around that niche and get to know that target audience. Know a lot about them as people, right? Know, the more you know about them, the more you can get in front of them and the easier your life will be. You won't have to sell them. I don't do a lot of convincing. When my client call me, they're ready to go. When can I get this done? What day are you available? Because I speak directly to them. I don't, I don't go through all this I don't have to overcome a lot of objections. I'm going to be honest with you. My objection, my overcoming objection days are, are behind me because I understand how to front load the business so that it speaks to them. By the time they call me, they're like, when can we do it? And this is what we have in mind. Cool. Say no more. Let's do it. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Um, let me see what other question we got. Throw punches. For days in the first section of the master course. Absolutely. I'm going to uppercut the hell out of you in the master course. I'm not going to lie to you. You're going to need a stretcher. It should come with a stretcher. Um, Marcus Smith said, I'm working with beta clients in the relationship with the person only or the company. I asked, uh, in the event of a person moves to another company, does this arrangement remains the same? Okay, I've had this happen before where my beta client and the company went to a different company. And let me tell you what was great about it, because I got a two for one. Um, the person who went to the other company hired me to do, they hired me for everything with that company. I, st- I stopped as a beta client because, you know, it, it was at that time they went over there and they were like, well, this company is loaded. We got a budget. I get to hire you for all the stuff I wanted to hire you for. And then the previous company, I still developed a relationship with them. And they became a client as well. So that's what happened in my case. You can also keep them as a beta client if you want. Um, But for me, I got a two for one. I got a two for one. So let me see. DNA has a question about name. I'm trying to see where that question is. Post that question again so I can uh, so I can check it out. About name. Yeah, post that question again. Uh, so I can see what that question is, but you know, I want to make sure that you guys are aware of how valuable it is to understand your target audience. You got to you, and I don't want to tell you, I'm not here to remember. I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm here to tell you how to think. And I need you to start thinking about your clients so that you can understand what's valuable to them. It's not a one size fit all. I, I don't have a direct answer because I don't know where you're located, what your niche is, who your target audience is. So I want to make sure that you understand it. How does flash film media tie into this? Um, it's more of a general name that doesn't necessarily communicate with a specific niche um, and the logo. Our, we do corporate events and corporate video. So it speaks to those directly. We create media for your corporate events, both flash and film. Good looking out on the super chat. That was the same question. Yeah. So we speak to, we speak directly to our target audience directly. They love it. They know that they can get both from us from the same event. And you got to think about it like this. 
some people some people don't see it that way, and that's fine. It's not for them, right? It's certain items that won't speak to them as an audience. <laughs> he said the master course is abusive, <laughs> but worth it at the end. <laughs> hey man, I'm just hey, I'm I'm. It is what it is. You're gonna learn today. Anyway, they're talking about they're talking about module one, man. It is what it is. Okay. Make sure you guys are on the text list so you don't miss any of these if you have a problem getting notifications from uh from YouTube. Let me talk about let me talk about um more of the beta client side, right? Because it's very important that you're asking your beta client these questions. Uh and in the module we got like beta questionnaires and stuff like that, but it's important that you are asking your beta clients questions to learn about them. You should know what kind of car they drive. If they're the owner, if you're in a business and they and they're the owner, yeah. You should know what kind of car they drive. That's very important. I do have um experience working with law firms. Um I've worked with quite a few to be honest with you. Um we it's funny because at a time my my niche was headshots. I was doing executive level headshots and group shots and I started to meet a lot of law firms. Um meet a lot of lawyers and law firms and things like that. And I started to learn about their pain points. And I'm going to tell you, in law, uh, what a lot of people have issues with is explaining what they do 20 times over. Right. Explaining what they do. Law firms are good candidates for YouTube channels because there's a lot of questions they get a lot of. And if they can explain it once and don't have to waste time on the phone or looking over a case or something that answers these questions, they like having video on their website. So if you can go and I mean, that's just something that I've learned working with them. But if you can go in and talk to them about that, um, that may be one of their pain points. Also, once your brand is established, can you expand your target? Absolutely. Your target is only your target is only limited by your budget. If you have the budget to go after market, multiple niches, go for it. But just keep in mind, you're going to have to have multiple landing pages, multiple um uh, advertising budgets, multiple copywritten, maybe multiple demo reels. As long as you have the budget to go after multiple, then you're fine. You're going to have to have multiple products. You're going to have to have multiple uh, proposal templates, multiple pitches. As long as you're okay with that and you grow to the point where you can put 2000, 2000 and 2000, then you're fine. Definitely. Um, not sure. Wait, let me make sure. D. Oh, I, I guess he's talking to. I'm just trying to see, read the question. Not sure if it helped either of us entirely. I'm still kind of curious how the name speaks to event, especially. Oh, it, it doesn't. It's not. It wasn't designed to speak directly to events. No, 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 no. But it does. It wasn't designed for event photography, but it speaks. It, it says we cover both flash and film. And I wanted a name like that because at the time when I was in the military, I was doing uh, events. We were doing both photography and videography. So the goal was to be as neutral, but talk about what we offer as possible. We just focused on events. Yeah. Let me see. My thing. We, we used to get a lot of people who thought that we convert digital film over to like we got VCR tapes. We used to get some of that back in the day. Yeah. Um, any strategies for clients who don't pay on time? 
Let me let's let me. This is let me tell you. Uh, there's a few things, uh, and I and I got a quick tip of the week. I don't release video or photo to a paid client, a client that has not finished paying their invoice, unless that video or photo says invoice pending right in the middle. I don't care. I don't care. It, ha- it says, in- and it may be opacity twenty percent. It says invoice pending right in the middle. I'll remove that watermark when the remaining bill is paid. Cya. That and I also add a, a 10% late charge after a certain day. Um, and those, those two things have prevented me from having that issue. But you got to go into the situation preventing people from paying late. Unless they, and I've worked with clients. Look, I've had big, when you get big, big clients, it's going to be a T90 and a T60 before you get any money. They, they aren't going to do um, retainers or anything. Big, big clients. They're going to do wire transfer, working for universities and companies like Verizon. And that's just how they do business. It is what it is. Um, Let's see. What other questions we got? Yeah, I tell people all the time, when you establish your brand as one thing and you work with a niche client, when you get in the door, you can do all kind of things. You can do all kind of things for them. I got in the door in a lot of places doing headshots at a time, and then we started doing video. I got in a lot of places doing video, and we started doing photography. We started we started covering different aspects of it. So the, once you get in, you can offer them everything. But I'm saying what to do to bring in a client. T90, I'm sorry, is 90 days. It takes 90 days to for them to process the payment. Um, what do you think, Ty? What do you think about big production companies and post-production companies that use non-specific names? I'm not too crazy about it. I'm not saying it can't be done, right? I actually I like names that aren't specific because they're easier for SEO purposes. Like, man, that's huge. It's easier for like a Twitter to to be the only Twitter, right? It's easier for it's just easier for people to look for it. However, it's difficult to do. If this is the this is the key factor when you think about that, I'm about to break it down and what you need to think about when it comes to something like that. There's 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 one thing that matters: your budget. Your budget. It's harder to get some a company named Splicket and get it in front of people and get it recognized and then educate people on what you do than it is to be sure you know smile content creators. The difference is your pockets. Let me be real. I'm just going to be honest with you. If you don't got the money to market it, the easiest way to do it is to name your brand, something that appeals to your target audience. If you want to jump into SEO, that's the easiest way to do it. When you have a company that don't speak to it directly, you're just going to spend more to get in front of people. If you have the budget, go for it. If you want the easiest route possible, name your brand, something that appeals to that target audience. If you want to jump up in SEO quick, if you want a client, if you want to close more sales initially, name your brand after something that appealed to that client. If you have two, three thousand dollars a month to spend on marketing, you can name it whatever you want. I'm just saying, if you have little or nothing to work with and you're starting off and you want to punch people in the throat, that is how you do it. Uh, First impression of the name. Cheesebox as a music video production company, I would have never guessed it. Honestly, I would have never guessed it. 
Um, Dero, how much should you work with your beta client? You should work with them until you've developed a product that you can then sell to other content, to other uh, people in that in that niche. What are your thoughts on construction niche? You got to go deeper than that. What What are you doing for construction companies? Is the six K Pro considered uh, a side chick camera as well? You talking about the Black Magic six K? It can be an A cam. It can be an A cam. But that's right. Date the date the uh, date the cameras. Marry the bodies. Marry the lenses. I'm sorry. All right. Ty, for your date the camera by the lenses, do you buy and sell your cameras often or do you outright rent them for projects? I buy and sell them often. I'm not going to lie. I buy and sell them often. I just sold black magic stuff. Probably. I probably sold about ten, twelve thousand dollars worth of black magic stuff um, earlier this year. No, last year around this time. I just spoke with a potential beta client, a dentist, and they told me about establishing um, and told them about establishing an experimental relationship. They asked me to submit a proposal. You should be submitting a proposal. You should be treating them like a regular client because you want feedback on that proposal. You want feedback on that sales pitch. You want feedback on on your presentation. You should be getting feedback on all of that. I said in the last video. A lot of people, you know, want mentors and they want all this direction on how to do it. You should be getting with the clients, your potential clients or people who didn't buy from you. They will be your best mentors. They will point you in the direction you need to go in to be great. That's who I started getting information from. And not a lot. Of, I'm not going to say gurus, but I couldn't find people who lived in my industry um, and content creation who looked at it the way I look at it. were business first. It wasn't a lot of people like that. Right. A lot of people I, I reached out to on YouTube or places where were gear guys, right? They can tell you about gear. They can't tell you about closing the deal. So I started going to clients that I didn't win to understand why I did not win them. In doing so, I got a lot better at business. So, yeah, let them tell you why they didn't choose you. Or if you got a beta client that's asking for a proposal, say, hey, I'm going to treat you just like a regular client, but we're going to do it for free. Or we're going to, you know, work on a product for free, but I need this feedback. Like, like punch me in the throat, like ask for it. You have to make sure you are asking for this feedback. If you cannot take constructive criticism, you won't make it. You won't make it. Um, and you want to make sure, absolutely, Media Smith, you want to make sure it's a product that's based around their pain point. It has to be around something they're telling you they have an issue with. That, that fix is valuable to them, right? It's valuable. You having a little pain in your pinky finger ain't worth going to the doctor for. But if your back hurt, if your back ain't, you can't move, you will get on a stretcher and go, you will call an ambulance, pay that $2,000 bill, and get on a stretcher to get to the hospital if it's hurting bad enough. So I want to know about those pains. I don't want to hear about broken toenail. I don't care about that. Like, that's not something you're going to pay me for. I care about big, big problems. Learn about what those are, because a lot of dentists are going through those same big problems. So, um, let's see. I'm editing car sales commercials and needed the overview in the process gave a video a comparison video from another guy and they wanted the same um 
that's a little tricky. That's a little tricky. I don't like producing what other people produce. I like to I like to out outdo them. That's just the competitive side of me. So. Oh, he's talking to DN. Okay. He was saying, yeah, you guys make sure you join the community. We have conversations like this all the time. If you go to uh there you go. If you go to gold.flash from Academy, you can become a gold member. If you go to community, let's do this. Well, we'll just if you go to community.flash from Academy, you can join the community. We have conversations like this all day long. Um, let me see. A lot of places around my way are not walking in friendly. Should I switch to sending video outreach messages to reach our potential beta clients? Okay. I like to do face to face. That's just me. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, you could probably try to do zoom with what's going on right now. You can probably try to do zoom. You can probably try to do something like that, but I like to go face to face. And, and in the, in the beta course, I'm telling you, I'm teaching you how to go in there. Um, not the beta course module one, and you shouldn't go in there, be all salesy tomorrow. I want to do this for you. I want to do that for, you No, I need your help. I need your help. Dentist. I'm a, I'm a new video production company in the area. I'm trying to create content for, content for dentists that work. And I need your help to build it. The only thing you owe me is advice. And I will work my best to give you a, a product that is working for you. If it's not working for you, we got to figure it out, but I'm not here to charge you nothing. I'm not here to make money off you. I'm here to understand how to make this work for dentists. If you can help me do that, I will charge everybody else, but I need your help. But we need to make it work for you first. And if I if we can get it to work for you, I'll get my money on the back end somewhere else. But I need your help to make this work. You're going to get us a, a product that works. That, that's, you know, that works for you for free. That's how you need to position it. That's how you need to go in there and you need to talk to your client and, and not feel like you are getting, you're selling them something. They can instantly smell a sale. They deal with it all day, every day, 20 times a day. So, um, would it be worth getting a vanity number with the sale greeting instead of call, call directly to myself. So this is another thing I cover in module one, big time phone systems and why they're so important. I don't, I don't believe in vanity numbers. I don't believe in the calls coming to my cell phone. I like having a complete different setup. I like to use Vonage. There's a lot of reasons why one is it add value Two is when my money phone ring, I know it's money. Uh, and then I can forward it to my cell phone. So I don't carry two phones, but that's definitely something that is, we cover big time and there's reasons why um, we go into detail about phone systems. Cause that is something that builds value instantly. When somebody's calling you instantly, you don't want to, you don't want to sound too cheap. You can't ask for three, four, $5,000 to shoot. If they getting you on your cell phone and you got kids in the background and you like, what up? Oh, Hey, uh, yeah, we don't do that. Let's see. Gold members is worth just saying. I randomly jump on after hours. Yep. Thinking, thinking, yeah. The goal is to get people together who, who, who go through the same thing so we can discuss it and talk about it. You'd be surprised at how many like upsell ideas or just ideas you'll get from other people, just like-minded people. Um, A company just called me randomly trying to sell me 
boost SEO. So annoying. I learned right then that there's, uh, wait, there's why it's better to go in. I was annoyed by it. Yeah. So he's saying that a company called him trying to sell him SEO. It was annoying. Absolutely. It's absolutely annoying. And the moment you, the moment you go get an LLC, a DBA, a, a, a S corp or C corp, whatever you're listed in the, in the state directory. So you go into somebody's sales force, you get, you, you become a part of somebody call list, email list, mail list, and they will bombard you with information. Remember being a company is public information. There are a bunch of sales reps that are waiting for you. I mean, AT&T call, try to offer you business line, Comcast, Time Warner. Here's business internet. They, they're designed to come after you because they know as a company, there's things you need. You start getting catalogs from Granger and all kind of stuff. People get calls all day and night. When you call them, you're just another one of them. Be mindful of that. That's right. Frozen says, uh, clients don't care about, listen, clients don't care about 8K, 4K, 6K. They don't care about that. You know what they care about? A video that loads fast. Why? Because that affects their SEO score. Because, because viewers don't want to wait 30 seconds for a video to start playing. So in most cases, you're going to deliver 720p. Maybe 1080p at best. Clients don't care about quality. It's not movies. You're getting, you're getting filmmaking and cinema mixed up with content creation, and it's not the same. Cinema and content creation is, is different. Cinema care about storyline, image quality. Content creation, businesses care about return on investment, speed, and making sure you have a message that speaks to your audience. Come two completely different things. A cinema camera for what we're doing is overkill. Will it give you nice pictures? Yeah, but it's going to make your job harder for nothing. Just to look a little better for something that you can probably achieve with a LUT. So keep that in mind. Don't get the two confused. Don't get filmmaking and content creation confused. We're not here to be artists and be creative. And I just, I live off the, no, we're here to make money. We, we live in the era where, and somebody made a comment earlier um, on one of the posts. We live in an era where we, artists can get paid well. You don't, you don't have to be 90% artists, 10% business. You know, I, it was a guy said something like, what about the art? I just, I want to create art. Go for it, fam. Just do it over there. We getting bread over here. We getting that bag over here. There's too many companies around here that need content creation. For you to be in the corner trying to be Vincent Van Gogh in 2021, go sit over there and finger paint. If that's what you want to do, I'm going to get that bag because this is what I love to do. And if I can feed my family doing it, I'm going to do it. What's what's wrong with that? Gear, gear, not cheap. They're not delivering free camera lenses to your house. These camera lenses is 15, 16, $2,000 because they know that if you're smart about it, it's just an investment. But if you want to just be finger painting in the corner, go for it. And then you can go to work and slave doing something you hate so that you can come back and buy more gear. Not me, Jack. I'm going to use this gear to go make money so I can buy all the damn gear I want. And then I can be really creative when I got 10 cameras or whatever I want to go after. So you can go finger paint and be artsy and walk around barefoot and have an assistant, put your Skittles in order and do all this crap and be weirdly not responsible for anything and just be whatever, but I'm going to get that bag. 
Because every single company in the world needs a video on their website, on their social media. They need pictures. They need photography. They need graphic design. They need music design. They need podcasts. And here you are painting in the corner trying to be sophisticated and talk real intelligent as a starving artist in a, in a, in a world that's about, it's just an abundance of, of customers. It's an abundance of what you like. They need it so much. It's not even funny. They're posting social media videos hourly. And here you are, you want a finger paint in the corner to feel artistic. Good luck, bro. Get out the way. Cause I'm getting that bag. People are paying a lot of money to get this done consistently over and over again. I can't keep up. I got 10 clients I can't get to right now. 10 that are probably five, six, 8,000 each. I can't get to them. So scoot over, bro. Go over there and be cute and be special or whatever you want to be. Feed your ego, your artistic ego. But I'm about to go and make some deposits. I'm about to go make sure my kids are good and my whip is out here looking good. You can go be a cute bum or whatever, but I'm not about that life, fam. Not when I possess a skill set that is of that is so valuable right now. Right? Not 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 as I possess a skill set that can bring you six figures without a degree, without eight years of school, without spending two billion dollars going into debt. If you can go to Best Buy and get a camera and a lens and you understand business, you got $500 worth of LLC website and whatever, you can get going and step right into six-figure land simply by understanding the business side. So you can go and take these pretty pictures of tulips in the field and get it blew up in black and white and hung on the wall so that people can stand around it and be like, oh, I really feel, I really see where he were coming from with this picture of this tool. I'm not about that life. That's not why I'm here. Not here. And there are some people that's like that. I respect it. Cool. More power to you. This ain't it, chief. I ain't, that ain't what I'm about. Not when every business needs what I got. That's, that was the seventies and eighties or whatever, but not today. Today, every business needs what you have. Now you can, you got two choices. You can be super artistic and I do it for the, the feel of the look and the light and the way it, okay, cool. You, you go sit over there. Everybody that's trying to get that bag, we going this way. It's too many companies that's begging for you. It's begging for content. They can't put enough out. They can't put enough out. They got a pot. They got a camera. Think about it. They got a camera in their pocket. Every phone in the building got a camera on it. They can't put enough content out. They just don't have enough. That's where you step in. That's where your business step in. That's where your brand steps in to create that content, to create high-level content that provides a return on investment. We this is this is you're standing in the middle of the gold rush doing something totally different. You go over there with that, bro. But here, I'm I'm I want to work with nothing but people that understand the value of what you create. You have to understand the value of your skill set. You can make lawyer money right now. Right now, you can make lawyer doctor money from a 50 millimeter 
a freaking T3i, two batteries, a tripod, and some lights, a website, a logo. You can make lawyer money right now. I got I got a, a bunch of a bunch of friends that that are in debt today in up to their neck for college loans and student loans and all of that. That were promised all kind of pie in the sky jobs when they got out and they got to go and interview and move on up a company and do this and do that. Uh, not me. I, I get to sleep in. I get to sleep in. I get to work with clients I want to work with. I get to film and have fun and laugh at work all day. I get to edit on my computer for fun. I'm, I, I, I don't have to request a day off. I just take it. So the choice is yours. But you may want to look at some of this business stuff and learn about it and, and make it a priority so that it's not a side hustle but it's an actual business and that business will give you the freedom to be more creative. When you get money, you can be more creative because you can buy more tools. You'll have more time. It's the ultimate path of, of to, to creation, like to being creative. It's the ultimate path. You can't be creative with $20 in your pocket. You can be real creative with 200,000. You can be really creative with 200,000. You can't be that creative with 20. So I look at that kind of as laziness a little bit. Like, I don't want to focus on what will, I just want to, okay, I'm going to be really creative over here when I, when I understand how business works and I can get a return off my investment and I can consistently land clients and I can grow my business. I can be really creative with my, with my, my bundle of cash. Then you can be, you know, barefoot putting your Skittles in alphabetical order, but if that's what you want, just make sure you go over there with it. Over here, we're learning about the business side so that we can provide something to our client that will help us make money. Don't sit around, bro. Don't sit around with this skill set and be broke in 2021. Don't you sit around with this, with your ability to tell a story, create content, solve a problem for a client, market You've been on social media your whole life. Post, don't you sit around with this million dollar skill set and you're not taking advantage of it. It's on you. Um, I just want to be real. I'm sorry. I just want to be real. Can we get a new topic in the community for restaurant based? Um, I'm going to look into that because I've been touching on like Niches, but we can definitely look into that. Can you give an example of when you use a license agreement and how do people pay? Is it monthly, weekly, or yearly, or one time? Yearly for me. I use license agreements a lot whenever I do real estate, especially when I do apartment complexes because they use images for years. You may take a picture of an apartment and they keep that image up and they use it yearly because they're always bringing in people for that same apartment type. So that's when I, that's when I use... Um, a majority of our license agreements and I do yearly. I will do monthly if they can't afford it yearly, but, but rarely do I run into a company that can't afford it on a yearly basis. It's hard to be creative when you, when you uh worried about keeping a roof over your head. Absolutely. 
You master the business side, you're going to be able to keep a roof over your head, if not two or three. And you can go be as creative as you want. You can be as creative as you want. Kanye West can buy land in Wyoming and just lock himself in the studio and come up with everything because he don't have to worry about how I'm going to pay the rent. My lights, my cable, my gas. He ain't got to worry about that. So get your bread. Um, what are your thoughts on hotel and travel niches? Is it worth pursuing that niche too general? It is too general. I would take it one layer deep. Keep in mind with hotels, you got to keep in mind this one thing. A lot of them are owned by franchises. You may have to get in at a franchise level to do business with a Super 8, with a Holiday Inn, with a Marriott. Um, I have a personal friend that owns a hotel. Uh, I think it was a La Quinta and I couldn't work for him as much as he was like, yeah, I'll hire you in a heartbeat. But every every media we put out has to go through La Quinta ends and suites. So keep that in mind when you go in that area. Motels and stuff may be better, but keep that in mind. Should I wrap my personal car uh, or save up for a company vehicle or or um, just a part around the corner for now? Company vehicle all day. Do not wrap a car. I'm going to tell you why. When's the last time you seen a wrap car that you gave a damn about? Last time you seen a magnet on the side of a car that you stopped and at a yellow light and looked and red light and was like, what is that? What is you probably was just like, what the hell is that on the side of the car? Oh, real estate. Okay. Get a company van. You see vans all the time. Well, I wonder what they do. I wonder, you see a white blank van. I wonder what's in that van, right? Some vans are just bigger billboards and it's more of a legitimate thing. When I see rap cars, I think you either a rapper, a real estate agent, or you selling some Noonie juice or something. You got some pyramid scheme or you out doing something, you know, you selling, I don't know. You just, it's just weird. It, it's, it's not respected. I don't see value in a wrapped car unless you're like all state or something like that. I see value in a wrapped van. That was a question that came up by Jay Powell if I didn't post it. My creativity expands, especially when bills, bills get heavy. Um, it also fights off depression. That's great. But learn how to create the business. Uh, a better picture won't help your bills. You can take you can take a picture of, you know, a flying monkey and be the only flying monkey in the world. It ain't going to help your bills. What will help your bills is understanding business. Get creative. You know, and, and that's, you know what? I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Because where I used to get creative is in the business, Right. Me not being able to pay bills made me go back and ask clients that, that diss me why they diss me. It made me go back and find out ways to get better. So take that same energy you put into making pretty pictures that your mama and your grandma and your cousin going to look at and be like, that's nice. Uh, so let me tell you about what happened. On Put that energy into your business. Put that energy in understanding your clients. Put that energy in being more effective with your website. Better close rate. Put that energy in understanding how to pitch what you do better. Put that energy in a better proposal. Put that energy in understanding where your clients are looking and what they are looking for and how you can create something that will appeal to them. Put that energy there. It'll pay off way more than pretty pictures. And that is, that is, you talking about an eat dirt moment. You talking about a moment in my life where I had to like, dust myself off where I had to say, look, I don't have the rent money. The title loan people looking for my car. My kids is hungry. It's time to go back to school. I got X amount of dollars to my name. Yeah, I can go out to the park and learn how to expose better or whatever. But how is that helping me? 
I, I got I had pictures of the president on my portfolio. I got, you know, some big time stuff and wasn't eating. So it ain't about pictures. It ain't about pretty content. It's about understanding who your target audience is. It's about building a brand that appeals to them. It's about solving their problems, providing a cinematic solution. When I overcame that is when things shot up, shot up. It wasn't about being a better content creator. They're fooling you with that. They want you to buy gear. People who are telling you that are just trying, they're trying to sell you gear because you think more Boca going to help you get more money. And it's not. I've never had a client in my life ask for more Boca. Never, ever. Never had a client in my life and say, you know what? The background needs to be blurrier. I need to see less. I've never had a client in my life from Verizon to Samsung to Walmart to University of Kentucky to Maryland Police Department. None of the clients I've ever worked for ever said, we need we need to blur this background more. If the background was blurrier, I would pay a lot more for this content. No. But when I started getting my website right, my demo reel right, they would tell me that's why we chose you. Your website. I showed everybody in the office. Your demo reel, we showed, like, that's what helped me. Your proposal was just, you know, with this other guy sent us a bill. Your proposal had pictures and video and testimonials. And I was able to click and add what I needed. The price added up. It made sense. That's, those are the things you can't rent that will help your business get better. All the other stuff they're telling you to go out and buy, you can rent that. You can't rent a website. You can't rent this. Keep that in mind. What's important to you? If it's what's important to you right now, better gear is not going to get you there for I don't, You can shoot in 720p right now. You can have a 720p camera right now taking over. 4K won't help you get 4K. What we say last week, a lot of y'all got 4K in your camera, ain't got 4K in your, your pocket. You ain't got a, you ain't closing 4K clients. Let's not even talk about 8K. Get the get the K that's close to the clients you closing. If your average client spending two thousand, you go get you a two K camera. If your average client spending seven twenty, get you a seven twenty p. You should you should that's where you need to put that relate that to that. If you want to relate it to something, you want to know if you should upgrade. That's when you should upgrade. When you closing consistently four thousand dollar clients, consistently that one in January and another in in April. I'm talking about two a week. That's when you need to upgrade. You get to 8K, go to 8K. Hell, they got 12K out now. You get, to, you get to that point, you go get you a 12K camera. Until then, master the business. Stop getting caught up in gear. These companies are spending billions to... Listen, the camera industry is declining because of cell phones. They're finding every way they can to sell you a camera to make you believe that gear is going to change something for you. They are experts at it. They've been in business for 100 years. Canon and Kodak, and they've been around for 80, 90, a long time. And they've survived because they've convinced people like yourself that gear will change everything for them. And that is the biggest lie in all of camera, video, production, the whole industry. It's the biggest lie. These movies, they're going to shoot Transformers. You think they're buying Alexis for what? Because if, if, if you can see one behind the scenes shot with an Alexa, they're going to sell like crazy to, to the average Joe. 
Just like just like Jordan don't pay for shoes, if we can put some Jordans on him, they'll sell. A lot of these big movie companies, they're not paying for all this gear. They don't have to. They're getting paid to use certain gear. Now, certain directors have certain things they like, but there's a lot of product placement in movies as well as behind the scenes that you're just subconsciously not thinking about. Why do you think why do you think movies release a lot of behind the scenes stuff? You don't think it's product placement in that? Think about it. You don't think it's a lot of product placement in that? Who watches behind the scenes stuff? Not your mom or your dad. Camera guys like me and you. We want to see behind the scenes shots. People who like movies don't really care about behind the scenes unless it's a blooper. We look at, we analyze a behind the scenes shot and be like, what camera did they use? Oh, they using, okay, they got lights. They got, oh, those are flow here. Okay, they, we look at that. And what do we do? We think we got to have a red. We think we got to go and buy a Komodo or go buy a, a you know, a Gemini or we got to buy an Alexa. We go and eat that up. So you got to be mindful of what's being presented to you because you are, you have been a bread consumer. We got to break that mindset. We got to be smarter than that. It's not about cameras no more. It's not about cameras no more. Sorry, not sorry. Your iPhone can outshoot the quality of a video the NFL was using just five years ago. Go back and look at 2015 NFL footage. And you're like, eh, it's still shot in 720p or broadcast in 720p to this day. So think about that. Your, your cell phone shooting 4K60 right now and no light. They got to light a stadium like crazy with these cameras to get shots. Like, just think about it. Just think about that. Start to look at that stuff. It's not about gear no more. The gear game is over with. It's about creating great stories, creating content, and understanding what a client's problem is, and then providing that cinematic solution. If you're not looking at it, you're not going to make it. If you're not looking at it like that, you're not going to make it. I just want to be real with you. There's, you might as well say, all right, I'm going to stick to doing fun pictures in the park, but you're not going to be successful. This is a six-figure industry easily. I, gu- I guarantee you, if I take two of y'all and I take one of y'all and I focus them on being a better photographer and taking better pictures, and I take the other person and say, we're going to do all business. Stop right at the skill level you're at. Don't take, don't worry about taking a, a better picture. I can keep you at that same skill level. You're going to spend the next year only worrying about the business. And you over here are going to spend the next year only worrying about image quality. We're going to give you the best gear. We're going to give you whatever the new camera is. And you over here, we're going to just give you courses and books. At the end of the year, one person is going to have pretty pictures and the other person is going to be in six figures. One person is going to be in debt because they got to pay for all that gear. The other one's going to have the ability to cash out everything and understand how to write it off and understand the depreciating value, how to get a van and write it off, how to use a set, a part of their home as their studio and write it off. One is going to make money for life. The other is going to have depreciating gear. That's not worth what they paid for it. Just a month later. Which one are you? Which one do you want to be? It's really easy. You have to make that choice. I can't make that for you. Some people are designed to flip burgers their whole life. They're happy with it. They're the best damn burger flippers ever. Some people are designed to be CEOs and own companies. And which are you? You got to make that decision. Been shooting Black Magic Cinema 2.5 gets it done. Absolutely. What's going on Tampa? 
listen, I just, I want you to be, I, I just want you to be mindful of it. You are being force fed this gear thing for a reason. When some new drop is 20 videos in your timeline, all the great YouTubers that that have been working with Alexis for years and telling you, you need all of this great cinematic stuff, but a little $800 vlogging camera pop up and they're all vloggers. Now, listen, I use the, the Sony flip up. I vlog now when you just talking about, $30,000 lenses yesterday? How you get this camera? Like, that's weird. How, why does this appeal to you? It don't. You're just a reviewer. Your job is to sell gear for the big guys. And I understand that if if they're if they're their their only business is YouTube, and they don't have a business on the side, they don't have a company that go out and really do it, they got to accept that money. That's why you see a lot of these guys accepting those checks. No disrespect, no knock on them, but they're accepting these checks because they don't do this for real. YouTube is what they do. And I respect that. You guys got to know the difference. As long as you know the difference, then you're fine. Um, DNA, good, good stuff. He said, for anybody interested, a business article on CNBC dropped today, talking about Ty's point of customer feedback being the most important aspect uh, of the bat. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, and adjusting your product based off it. Post that link if you can, brother. Post it. There you go. Here's a throw punch for y'all. I've been booking my biggest clients, even with two ADDs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Appreciate it. <laughs> I ain't naming no names, bro. I ain't naming no names. But you have to... I'm not mad at them. Go get your bread. I'm... YouTube has a business side as well. I got a ton of stuff that people send me to review. They're not going to pay me to review it. I don't want them to. Because I'm going to say what I want to say about it. I don't want them to tell me what to say about it. If I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. I'm going to be real about it. They can send it all they want. I, w- I will definitely do a review because I want to share it with you guys and be like, uh, this, is, this is trash. This is not. Because I found some cheap stuff that outshot some stuff I didn't spend a lot of money for. And I want to tell y'all, like, yo, this light right here, fam. For $63, I'm about to sell this one I bought for $300. I like reviews like that. And YouTube is a business. I'm not mad at anybody getting their check. But it's just weird. You see people who, you know, they shooting movies one day and then they're reviewing GoPros the next. I'm like, well, that's weird, fam. Like, you don't got nothing bad to say about it? getting paid to do it and their videos all dropping on the same day today we were we announced the blah 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 and i'm like everybody all y'all you're all dropping the videos on the same day at 12 a 1201 y'all all signed the, the nda huh all y'all signed the nda oh okay cool appreciate the super chat well, real estate uh video production should you go for companies or agents what's the best direction you've experienced both companies i worked out a bigger scale so that they can purchase a certain amount of credits um and their agents can use it i always go for the top and then let it trickle down oh it may not let you post a link do me a favor um i I think i know what that is let me see i have to go into the the youtube side of things and then it's it's going to automatically block the link and that's cool i'll get that i'll get that straight I'll see if I can go on here and pull that a pull that a comment and then reshare it. 
But in the meantime, yeah, you 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 got to be mindful. They're coming after consumers big time. Uh, when it comes to when it comes to just content, let me see if I can find that link. Nope, it won't let me. Uh, what's the name of it? I'll find it and post it. I'll give it some time, but I want you to. I want you to to really understand how valuable that is. I want you to really understand how valuable that is. Uh, you too. Let me go through CMB thirty year old. Okay, let me see if I can find that. Hold on one second. I want to share this link. There you go. Boom. Number one tip on starting a business. All right. I'm going to post that for you guys. I'm going to post a link. Customer feedback is everything. It is It is all that. And if you're not listening to your people, you won't be able to survive. There you go. So I, I want to make sure that y'all, you know, y'all want to know the keys to success. The keys to success is usually within your failures. That's why it's okay to fail. Fail fast. Learn about it. Understand. Make a decision. Move forward. A lot of people say, oh, I'm not, you know, the pandemic killed my business. It killed your business because you tried to do, you tried to run 2019 game plan in 2020. That's why it killed your business. You didn't ask nobody, hey, what do y'all need? Hey, what's going on? How's your business? What are you suffering at? You tried to go into a restaurant and say, hey, we can we can help bring people in the door. No, you can't. Pandemic's going on. You can't bring people in the door. So what are you trying to do to survive restaurant? Oh, hey, um, we're trying to deliver more. So maybe we should create content around why you guys, what you guys are doing to provide a safe delivery. That's what you should be creating content around. You should have asked them. Talk to these people. They're people just like you and I. They're people just like you and I. So get the feedback you need to be successful. Absolutely. The article talks about the importance of starting your business um, lean and getting your product to market quickly to get customer feedback and um, reiterate from there to build the product they love. Absolutely. That's beta client one-on-one. I'm telling you to do the exact same thing, but with a video production, photography, podcasting service, get it to a client, understand who you want to work with, Know what they love and keep uh, refining it until it's something they can't live without and then price it. Make sure it's something that's valuable and then you'll be able to price it and get what you want um, or get what you feel like is worth. All right. Pretty much the same thing. What I'm going to ask you to do, all of those that are watching live or not live, if you're watching it later, first I'm going to ask you to hit that thumbs up button because that's how things work here on YouTube. That's the business side of YouTube. It's me asking you to hit the thumbs up button. Me asking you to subscribe. If you want to follow me, you can follow me. This is where you can follow me at. I need to add Twitter on there. I think I'm going to start getting on Twitter more. Um, I'm going to ask you to post what you learned in this video. Just take two seconds. Just give me that. That's all you owe me. If I taught you anything, if you've learned anything from this video, anything, one thing, I am asking that you take two seconds, hit that like button, because it's a hundred and something of y'all. And not even half of y'all hit the like button. I'm talking to you and post in the comments what you've learned in this video, because it helps me make sure I bring you content that you can use. It's not a 
It's not a fluff channel. We ain't going to just shoot our shot and talk, talk crap about X, Y, and Z. I want to make sure that every week you come to this channel, you're learning something. Every week you listen to the podcast, you're learning something, right? Not that, not that, not that. But every week that you come here, you leave here with something that is valuable. Um, I guess I don't have a podcast on here. We'll see. Um, big shout out today. Our sponsors, of course, is late in the video, but our sponsors is us. We got contracts. If you need contracts for content creation, module one is a throat punch. It is, it is everything you need to get started. If you, even if you think you are halfway there, it's just, it's there. Um, so the courses is not included in a gold membership. Let me tell you what's included in a gold membership. Okay. Gold membership. On the website, gold.flashfromacademy.com. Um, it, it's a community where you can talk to other people, learn valuable information. You'll also get access. That's kind of loud. You'll also get access to all of these lectures in their entirety. You get all of it. That includes lectures like this. That includes behind the scenes footage. A lot of behind the scenes video we've posted on there. Um, so you can see kids kind of how we do things. We're going to do a lot more of that in the near future. Also, you know, you can join for free. You can join at community.flashfromacademy.com. You won't get access to the lectures, but you can be a part of the conversation. So there you go. That's my spiel. That does not include uh, courses. Um, I learned, I just learned that it's, it's better to send a proposal than a bill. Absolutely. Let me tell you why. Let me touch on that for why, right? Because it's real important. Never, you never want to send a bill as a proposal. You never want to send a price write up. A lot of times people ask for proposals because they have to take it back to a team, a boss, or somebody, right? They can't, if you're going, you, you can do all this pitching on the phone for two hours. They're going to get that piece of paper and go to their boss and say, here, this is what they said. They said they can do video good. Here go the price. A proposal is your sales pitch. So whoever sits in front of that proposal is going through the same sales pitch the person on the phone got. That will help you be more successful. That's very little, something very little that'll add 10% more sales close. Keep adding 10% and you're at 100%. So those are things that are very important. Very important. Sometimes people make decisions as a group, especially when you work with businesses. Let them sit down to a full spread. My proposal has video, it has testimonials. It talks about the process. It talks about what to expect, how long is it going to take, all of that. It answers questions. It overcome objections. So by the time I hear from them, it's like, yes, when can we do it? Is the 18th available? Yes, the 18th is available. So it's important that you send proposals. Um, and we even talk about that in, uh, in Module 1. Module 1 talks about it and Module 2, well, yeah, Module 2 goes into it. But importance proposals are extremely important. A lot of these questions, and I know people be like, why do you keep plugging the course? I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be really honest with you. I have people pay for one-on-one consultant calls and everything. I'm going to be 1,000% with you. Uh, a majority of the questions that I get here are in Module 1. They're in this course in full detail. And people are like, well, why don't you just tell us? Because in that course, I may spend an hour going through something. Where I just don't have the time here. I'm not being vague, not BSing you, not running circles around you. I just don't have time to spend an hour on beta clients and understanding what, when, and why. And most importantly, there are things you have to get in place before you even try to get a beta client. And if you don't have that in place, we really shouldn't even be talking about it. I'm going to be real with you. We really shouldn't even be talking about a logo until you understand what your niche is. So niche going to come before a logo. 
Those are things that you need to learn in order. That's why that's a throw punch. Um, so let's see. Any strategies for finding like-minded entrepreneurs? A lot of us are wearing too many hats. Uh, I don't have a strategy for that. I'm going to be honest with you. That's kind of where the community came from. Um, I don't have a strategy for finding like-minded people. I mean, I, I just, I try to put out the best content I can in hopes that they find, I'm, I try to be where they look, right? YouTube, you can't go after them. I can't knock on your door. I can only create content, put it as a keyword you may be interested in. It didn't catch you when you search. So that's, that's the best you can do. And then I try to create a community so we can all talk and chop it up and share experiences and grow together. So community.flyersfromacademy.com is free, 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 free. I ain't charging you nothing. Go there and have some fun. Chop it up. Get to know people. Talk. There's a lot of information we have that we can help each other with. It's, it's you know. Um. Let's see. Good looking out. Straight up love the little plug for the gold membership. Maybe create a short ad for gold memberships. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I learned that my beta clients are the best uh, mentors. Love from Africa. I love Africa. I got to come over there one day. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's where you should be getting your failures. People, and I'm talking about also people who don't hire you. Nah, we're going to go to another direction. Hey, I'll shoot a free testimonial for you guys in exchange for information as to why you chose somebody else. That'll get your foot in the door two different ways. Because if that dude trash and your testimonial kill it, you got a client for life. And the hour it may take you to shoot that testimonial is not as valuable as the information they're going to give you to close 10 more clients. Think about that. That should be a that should be a throat punch and an uppercut right there. There you go. Use what you have to get what you want. You have a commodity right now that is that is you can't you can't use it we don't work on film it's all digital you can't use it up it don't cost you nothing but your time to go there and film something quick use that to get the information and make you hundreds of thousands of dollars get that information that information is so valuable so valuable you got to make sure you understand how valuable it is every business that got a toilet needs content you have to understand how valuable your skill set is. A lot of people don't. Y'all think it's just a dime a dozen. It's whatever you want. It's all. These businesses are paying billions with a B, probably a T, trillions in content per year. Why aren't you getting in on that? You just don't understand that you need to be there. You haven't you haven't built your business or built yourself up to be a business, a business. Remember, businesses buy from businesses. They don't buy from people. Walmart will never they'll hire John to be a greeter, but they'll never buy content from John. They will buy content from whatever media group, even though it's just John with an LLC and he's built his business to look big. When I worked for Walmart, I was a one man band. And got a check from Walmart. I just look like a big company. That's all that mattered. Can you do what we need you to do? Do you look the part? Let's do business. And with that, we did business. And we continue to do business for a long period of time. I work with Google as a business, as a company. Because I look like a company they can work with. That's what I'm trying to teach you how to do here. All right, guys. I got to go. Storm's coming in. I hope you were able to learn something. I'm going to ask you again to hit that like button.
Go ahead, hit that like button. All three of y'all, the people that's left real quick, just hit it for me. I'm going to ask one more time because I got a few come in, but I don't think I got enough. I need to know what you've learned from this video. If this video helped you, I need to know how it helped you. I'm See, that's me asking you for feedback. See how that works? Because if you tell me what helped you, I can keep giving you more. I can keep solving your problems, but I need to know what it is. If I'm not afraid to ask you guys that, you can't be afraid to ask your clients that. So I got to lead by example, right? There we go. I am asking you to tell me what you learned from this video. Period. I, I tried my best to provide fluff free content. And to continue to do that, I need to know what's valuable to you. I'm also going to, um, yeah, I, I need to know that. I need to know that. I want to make sure you guys are fully aware um, of, of what we're trying to do here. All right, guys. With that being said, I am going to see you guys in the next video. Uh, we got one dropping every day this week, a short. Make sure you check out the shorts because they're doing their thing. Our next live is Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. All right. That's when we, we, we really go ham. We talk for hours. If you're a gold member, you know you can jump on and be a part of that. You can jump on the video with me, ask questions live. And, and for those who are gold members, we do a kind of a coaching call after the gold session. We call it the after party where stuff get crazy. Uh, but we go off air and we we chop it up and we and stuff get real. Let me be honest with you. It's a little different. It's the YouTube version of Ty. I got to live by certain guidelines to make sure that, you know, the, the channel is still profitable and ads and all that stuff can run. But when we get in that Zoom meeting, I ain't got to do all that. It's just me and you. So keep that in mind. Gold members, I look forward to seeing you guys on Thursday. You guys be safe. Those who are listening on a podcast, please make sure you rate the podcast. Um, and I will see you guys in the next video. That's how we do it. Y'all stay safe. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.